Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, August 15, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Today is what we call the flip around from yesterday. Instead of follow through, they pulled the rug out. And what we do know is weird stuff happens during options expiration week, regular way options expiration week. Not that a reversal is that weird. However, you can't count on the follow through. They're going to do both things this week. They're going to increase the volatility and try and whip out the average everyday trader. Finally coming into and yet closing below that 50 period moving average on the daily chart. Let's get a review of what we've done thus far because I think it's important that everybody realizes what happened, where we are. First, we talked about the market stopping right at this place. They stopped right at that place. They bounced a little bit. They stopped at this place. They bounced a little bit. They stopped at this place and bounced a little bit. And today, they filled the gap that resides underneath. That gap was officially, I believe... 442.50, 442.46 was the number. Low of day today, 442.30. No accidents nor coincidences. So let's talk about a couple of things. A, can they bounce from here? And the short answer is, of course they can. What happens if they don't? What are the places slash numbers underneath current price where they can visit from a quote-unquote, and these are air quotes, big-time number perspective. What's the next big-time number down from where we close today? Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's a spike of 440, but what's the actual number? 439.65, put that on a sticky note. 440 is a big, fat, round number. I have a mathematical equation coming out with 439.65 if they continue lower that's at least for me the next big time place at least from where I sit expect them in both directions on Wednesday they can go lower they can have a reversal they can start higher go lower they can start higher and keep going anything is possible during this particular week regular way up x week weird stuff happens Weekly chart, it's only Tuesday, but as far as this week goes, it's still a pullback in an uptrend from a weekly chart perspective. This is absolutely garden variety market behavior. Market goes up, pulls back. Market goes up, pulls back. Market goes up, pulls back. How much? We'll find out. But that's normal for the market to do. It's not out of the ordinary. What do we have underneath 439.65? Well, you have a breakup candle low, 437.59. So if I was a betting guy, I would create a zone between 439.65 and 437, whatever I said that number was. 59, 437.59. That's a zone of importance. I would put that on a sticky note. Mark it down. Just for a moment from a learning perspective, here's an hourly chart Obviously, you've got a downtrend working here. You have lower highs, you have lower lows, and our brain is conditioned to think that what is happening now will continue to happen. This is something that we discuss each and every day in the live trading room. It's the psychological, mental masturbation of how we're wired to think. 
And part of my job in the live room is to help traders rewire their brains and help them understand what's happening now isn't necessarily going to happen into the future, whether it's two minutes from now, five minutes from now, three hours from now, four days from now, it will change, it always does. Whether it's 440, 439.65, 437.55, the market will find a place and have another rip your face off rally, it's coming to a theater near you. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. What about inside the numbers? Let's check out what happened today. Where were the trades? Did anybody make any money inside the live room, inside the numbers? And the answer is absolutely yes. What I'm gonna do is highlight a few important things. What you need to do is pause the video, read the notes, and double check the work. If you're at all interested or already are an intraday trader, then you need to see this stuff. It's important. What are we looking at? How about below yada yada, we're looking at 444. That's what we're looking at at zero dark 30. The door is opening if they're falling. We're looking for 444. Forget the upside, they didn't do the upside. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. We always give both sides of the tape in the morning. You never know what's gonna happen during the trading day. We need to know both sides. 445.90 is our early pivot at present we think better in pictures here's two numbers we just talked about 445.90 is the pivot see what happened early in the morning the low was 445.92 they bounced away but then when they cracked it one back test the high 445.90 no accidents or coincidences might want to double check the work on that one and then when they got below the pivot what happens the door opens for what you got it it was written in pre-market zero dark 30 444, what happened at 444? Well, it's pretty obvious to the naked eye. They bounced away from it. They gave you the trade. We're traders in the room long from 444, give or take. Yeah, we're traders inside the numbers long from 444, give or take. Yeah, did they give you the trade? Yeah, did you make money? Yeah, that's how we roll. All posted before the opening bell. Again, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Let's see what else we have as we scroll forward. Now, by the way, what happens in the pre-market is one thing, what's posted in the pre-market is one thing, but as the market opens, we really get a sense for what type of tape it is. So look at this 945 post, and this was taken in the live room by a lot of traders. 445, give or take, can bounce the tape. 444 is the next major intraday spot down. Again, with we think better in pictures, how about 445, the low in this candle, 445 even, they bounce the tape. Traders took the scalp, five to seven points is our scalp. We take the base hit, we put it in our pocket, we go back to the drawing board for the next opportunity. What was the next opportunity? 444, so what did we have? We had trade number one here, trade number two here. How you doing? Apples, you betcha. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. 951, there's your scalp at 445 for those that wanted it and took the bounce. We'll scroll up, see what else we have. After 10 o'clock, there's your 444. It's another place, bounce off the 444. You see what goes on here. And by the way, let's check this one out. How about 444 is now the spot? Below for more than a spike here, and there will be an open door policy down to 442.50. 442.50. I said it twice for a reason. How you doing? Now I know traders took this late in the day, 
That was a number we talked about ad nauseum. It's been on the board for a while. Traders that took that trade were rewarded at the end of the day with a nice bounce. Again, how you doing? Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. It's all in here in black and white starting at zero dark 30. Let's take a look at stocks on the move, a look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll take a look at JPM, Vernado, O-N-O-N. We will look at SE. Wall did not hit its entry objective. It's off the board. It's what we call a no trade. JPM was what we call a flounderer. It never got to the second number. It floundered in between the first and the second. They climbed back almost to the first number, and then they just floundered around. So this one was a fizz, a fizz out. How about VNO, Vernado? Look at this. Low of day, $20.85. $20.85 on the board, zero dark 30. Pretty neat when that happens. Nice little rocket ride. How about on holding? So here's what happened. It opened below the first number. So what happens? It's off the board. It's called a no trade. So the second number is immediately activated and the only number of interest at this point, 29.05. They came into it. They spiked 29, bounced back in the other direction and languished all day long, but they gave you the deal. It was actually a pretty nice trade. Then we have SEC Limited. Open below the first number. It's off the board, cut through the second, hang out by the third for a while and then languish all day long. Turned out to be a bit of a shit burger. I actually don't like this stock. It's on my shit list. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they bounced off the 50 period moving average on the daily chart yesterday. Today, they opened below and they went lower, made a new low. And when you compare the look of the IWM on the weekly chart to that of the SPY, you can see they're slightly ahead of the game, meaning we do have relative weakness. They're ahead in terms of coming down the chart looks different but they're certainly ahead of the game relative weakness look at this spot here break up candle low into the moving averages that's what you would call garden variety chart support if i had to pick out a whopper number for the iwm where would i want to buy the iwm if they were to wash out for example over the next day or two all the way down even though the moving averages are right below 183.69 is the number right out of the calculator. That's the number I would be a willing participant this week for a bounce back in the other direction. Not saying they will get there. I'm saying it's standing out to me like a sore thumb. If they did get there somehow, I'm a buyer with three hands this week. There's a lot of stuff in between. I'm just saying it's sticky note material. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Buttigieg's crew. This is exactly what we talked about a couple of times already. You get to this place, and that's the beginning of a little bit of no man's land or white space until they fill the gap down here. So what's the price of the gap? They're below there today. doesn't mean they will get to the gap, but the gap is the next logical place to find what's called support. 15,000, eight and a quarter is basically the place below that and I'll give you another one doesn't matter when they get there I'm just saying below that you take this pivot you draw a line over what do you have you have 50 period moving average this will still creep up day by day this is a breakout area right market ran up pulled back finally got back above coming back eventually to test the most recent or former breakout area in the sequence 
So below the gap, that's your next spot. What does that create? It creates a zone. There's your zone. Might want to write that down, put it on a sticky note. If they cut through this price here, that gap, that's the next place of consequence. They don't have to get there, but if they spike this low, that's the next place you look for a bounce. Buttigieg's department. Q people are still stuck around that 366 area. It's not important anymore. We take it off the board. We have another price below 362. If they're down there tomorrow, I think you need to put it on a sticky note. It's a bounce back in the other direction, give or take type of place for the Q people. Case in point to the thing we just discussed in the transports. Let's take this price here. It's a breakout area, right? It's a pivot high. The market couldn't get through, pulled back. The magnitude of the pullbacks don't matter. It's the concept of what happens. So once they decided not to fail and they went back up, what did they do? They went up to here. They came back to retest what? The same breakout area. Over and over again, the same shit happens. Doesn't matter what the name on the chart is. Doesn't matter what the symbol is. All charts act and react the same way. Makes no difference when you're looking at a daily chart, hourly chart, weekly chart, monthly chart, quarterly, half year, annual, five minute, one minute. Makes no difference. All charts act and react the same way. Apples, how do you like them apples? How about a little breakdown action for the XLF people? Now, we were looking at them hovering right underneath, eating time off the clock on the weekly chart underneath the 100, right? Well, all of a sudden, they're not doing that anymore. Now, they're headed into the moving averages in the weekly chart. 34 is an important spot. Why? Well, market ran up to here, pulled back, considered a breakout area, same thing here. There's two of them. They haven't been tested. It's a little zone. It's underneath these moving averages, and there should be garden variety support down there. Well, what's below that? I'm going to give you another number. Fire up your sticky pad again. This is around 34, a little spike of 34. 33.55, put it on a sticky note. You might want to know about that number if reached sooner than later. 33.55. I'm feeling like giving numbers out today. Smash Mouth, we had the number the other day. They came into it yesterday, had a nice rocket ride away from it. And all they did today was what's called a garden variety retracement of yesterday's move. Nothing more, nothing less. Below yesterday's low, a whole different kind of tape. But if they hold yesterday's low, that's a positive sign. Could be a leading indicator over the next several days. We're watching. Smash mouth. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.